Listener Production. How did further signs of a slowing Chinese economy affect our share market? And why did Endeavour Group slump 10% today? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Monday the 17th of July. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura, happy Monday. Good afternoon to you, my friend. Hello, hello. Well, last week, four-day winning streak. Mm -hmm. Some of the best days we've had all year. Our strongest week since November 2022. Very strong improvements. Things were a bit shakier today and it was quite an underwhelming finish as well for our market. Yeah, as you mentioned, it was quite a volatile and subdued session. We ended the day basically flat. We were down just five points or less than a tenth of 1% to 7,299. But even though we only fell five points, we did end four straight days of gains. But this was primarily due to two things. Well, we've seen in the US. We had quite a mixed session in the US on Friday night that led our market lower to start the day. And we sort of just floated around similar levels throughout the day. We had some data coming out of China that was quite sluggish, highlighting that the world's second largest economy just continues to underwhelm. Absolutely. And that data that was out at midday Sydney time today did make a bit of a difference. You're, you're right. There was way more volatility in our market from about 12 p.m. when the data was released to about 1 p.m. And that uh, was the the bulk data dump that we like to call it when we get yep. the most data in a single day out of China. Exactly. So it's the busiest day all month that we get in China. And today was special because we had an update on economic growth as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, special. It depends what you're into, I guess, but special for <laughs> We're some. We're into this. And it's important as well. And that basically showed that the economy is growing 6.3% over the past year economists in general were expecting that to be 7.1%. So that Mm. was lower than expected. Another big one was retail sales, which shows how much people have been spending at the shops. And basically that has jumped 3.1%, a big drop from where it was a month earlier, almost 13%, and a little lower than what was expected as well. The only, I guess, standout here, one of them, was an update showing that factories are a bit more active than expected. But you're right. The, at the end of the day, it just shows that China's economy is not doing so well. They need more assistance overall. And markets generally have been pretty mixed for the whole session. But we did see a period between about one and three where markets did okay and they started to lift. And then they really tailed off in the, the final hour or so of trade. I think it's pretty mixed feelings for investors because while we're seeing China's economy continue to slow, which is the opposite of what we want to see, it is... I guess there's hope around that we'll see more support come out from China's government and that's sort of what's holding the market higher as well instead of just plummeting on the back of that news. Absolutely. And I think there's been reflected in how the different sectors did as well today. So we actually saw mining stocks not doing so well. Mining and energy stocks were the hardest hit. It was weighed by some of the biggest players today, BHP, Fortescue, Woodside and Santos. And we did see quite mixed commodity prices as well. Exactly. And it's clear, though, if you look at a chart that from about midday onwards, when that data was handed down, the mining sector started to, to fall away. And that's because there is such a reliance on China when it comes to you know all the stuff that we send overseas in the mining sector in particular. So BHP, Rio, Fortescue, our three biggest names all went lower. Um Elsewhere, we did see some sectors doing okay, though. Yeah, well, actually, seven of the 11 sectors improved today. We saw Financials doing okay. Three of the four major banks lifted. We saw tech stocks continuing to rally. Retail stocks did okay as well. Consumer discretionary, 
but healthcare just continued to fall. So they started the day being the best performer. They were up almost 1% at the beginning of the day, but they ended up declining to be one of the worst and they're just continuing from last week's declines as well. Yeah, so stocks like CSL have not done well at all in that healthcare space. Um, But there were, look, a number of stocks in focus today and some actually in the mining sector and energy stocks that did reasonably well, even though those sectors didn't do so. Exactly. So Whitehaven Coal was a standout in the mining sector today. It lifted about 3%. It was among the best performers after reporting a boost to production in the June quarter. So in the June quarter, production increased 19% compared to the the previous quarter. And they also did flag that they're likely to see higher production costs in the full year due to inflation, weather disruptions and operational constraints. But investors didn't seem to hold on to Mm. that part of the information. They seem to just be looking at the boost in production. We'll get their full year results coming out on the 24th of August, where they'll also tell us what their financial year 24 guidance is. So we'll be keeping our eyes out for that. But on, on the back of Whitehaven coal lifting, we also saw other coal miners lifting like New Hope and Yan Coal as well. So a big boost in that that subsector. Yeah. And the focus on, on Whitehaven seemed to be that there was just partly drier weather, which was helpful as far as production goes. And of course, early in the year, in the first half, at flooding, wet weather, labour shortages, heavy rain, all of that was not positive. But there was another stock in focus that went in the other direction. One of the worst was Endeavour Drinks. It fell almost 10% today. Now, it's probably best known for being behind Dan Murphy's and BWS, the the liquor stores and and chains. But it fell today because of a move by the Victorian government, which is going to impose tougher restrictions on poker machines. And this includes a max of $100 of betting at one time. The current limit's $1,000. All venues with poker machines except Crown will need to close gaming areas between 4 and 10 a.m. as well. That's another negative One reason why Endeavour could respond to this, they own more than 350 hotels and pubs. And obviously, hotels and pubs benefit from increased revenue from pokies. And Victoria is one of Endeavour's biggest markets. So had a pretty tough day today. Technology One was another company on my radar today. They announced the resignation of its chief financial officer after five years in the role. He's actually going to be replaced by the CFO of corporate travel management, Cale Bennett, And that'll be effective from the 28th of July. So a little bit of a switcheroo there. So we saw Technology One shares up 2.8%. So their investors were clearly happy about the news. On the other hand, corporate travel management, who's actually losing the CFO, lost 0.6% on the back of this news. IGO was one of the worst. The nickel and lithium miner, it fell about 5%. Now it bought a couple of mines from Western Areas, another miner, about a year ago. And today it's that it's writing off almost $1 billion from the value of those two mines. And it paid about $1.3 billion to purchase that a year ago. So about 75% of its value being written off or written down. Now, the miner's CEO said it was a disappointing outcome, which is obvious, but it's been faced with challenges like higher cost, and that's affected the value of those nickel assets. So a pretty big decline for IGO. Yeah, not a good day for some of the particular stocks on the share market, especially Endeavour, which was the worst performer. Well, let's look ahead to tonight and tomorrow and maybe even the rest of this week because we didn't have time to do that on Friday and I'm sure everyone listening is keen to find out what exciting things we have to look forward to. So first of all, tonight in the US, we have Empire State Manufacturing Index coming out for the month of July. 
something to keep our eyes on. Of course, US reporting season is continuing as well, but there's not too much important stuff going on. It'll pick back up tomorrow, so we'll talk about that tomorrow. Locally tomorrow, we have weekly consumer confidence and, of course, the RBA's June meeting minutes where they kept rates on hold at 4.1%. Yeah, that's going to be the the big one as far as economic um, stuff is concerned tomorrow. So they kept it at 4.1%, as you pointed out. It was just the second time in 14 meetings that rates were kept steady. So markets are going to be watching to see how the Reserve Bank was feeling at the time and how much they talk about upcoming rate hikes. We also get other stuff, of course, uh, tomorrow. There'll be quite a few companies releasing quarterly updates, the likes of Ampol, for example, and Hub got Metcash trading ex-dividend. It didn't do so well late last week, so we'll see how its uh, shares respond to that. And so why don't we look ahead to the rest of the week? So we'll start with Australia. I guess the standout for this week will be those labour force figures coming out on Thursday, where it's expected that we'll get 15,000 jobs added. And the jobless rate is expected to increase from 36 to 3.7%. So we'll see what comes out of that. Anything hotter than expected could move markets and vice versa. Yeah, and the reason why that's so important is because on the 1st of August, that's the next time the Reserve Bank will meet and make a decision on interest rates, there are really two big things left which could impact and influence that decision. One of them is going to be these job figures. So the higher, the bigger the number is above 15,000, the more likely we are to see our share market struggling a little potentially on Thursday afternoon and on Friday as well. And then next week, we've got an inflation figure out. That's going to be really the key one that could very well move markets even more. Exactly right. And as you mentioned, we have a lot of companies coming out. Basically, we're still in that confessional period leading up to the the full year results. So we'll, we'll have plenty more companies coming out. In the US, of course, make sure you keep up to date with what's happening with earnings season on our Instagram. We'll be posting a calendar every Thursday So we have things like retail sales coming out on Tuesday, industrial production, housing, more manufacturing figures coming out on Thursday, existing home sales. So plenty of stuff coming out in the US. I guess the big one will be those retail sales coming out on Tuesday night. Yeah, that's going to be really important to see how people are feeling about spending and how cautious they are with their money. On those quarterly updates, there'll be a few big ones later in the week in particular to watch. So Wednesday morning will be Rio Tinto's turn, which is the largest iron ore miner in Australia. The same day, we've got Woodside Energy, which is our largest oil and gas company. We've got Northern Star, a major gold producer. And then on Thursday, BHP, Evolution, Santos. So some of the biggest stocks in the resource space in Australia will be telling us how they've done over the past three months. So always a possibility of moving things. And then as far as the US profit results are concerned, Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, two that really receive a lot of attention globally, Tesla, which quite regularly is the most traded stock by international customers for Comsec, and also Netflix. Very exciting Mm. things coming up. And I guess the other thing we should mention this week is in New Zealand, we have inflation figures for the June quarter coming out on Wednesday. Yeah. And not only in New Zealand, actually, UK is going to be a really big one on the same evening. Uh, That's going to be Wednesday night because... They've raised rates by half a percent last time they met, which was in late June of memory, 22nd of June. And the next time they all meet, there's a chance that they lift rates by a quarter or half a percent. So how strong this number is, they're struggling more than most other developed nations to actually control inflation that's out of 
control at this at this stage. So the bigger that number is, the worse it might be for the UK market. So as per usual, plenty to look forward to in the share market for the rest of this week. So make sure you keep up with all the latest updates here every day. We didn't even talk footwear either today, we but we'll, I'm sure we'll come up at some stage. We by did Friday. in the office earlier today, which you loved. I think you really enjoyed yourself in that conversation. Not so much. No. But anyway. anyway, that's okay. Anyway. Have a great evening. Catch you tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.